don't know whether you need God, but I need God. The Bible says, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's why I am lifting up my cup unto the Lord, not to man, not to anyone. It is unto the Lord because he's the one that will supply. As I sing this song, I'm making a covenant demand and I'm expecting a covenant supply. Fill me till I want no says in John 3 16 for God so loved the world you and I now whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life God loves and loves you and I and he gave his very best and the scripture also says if God has given us his only begotten son what else would he withhold from us if you have received the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate miracle, the ultimate blessing, the ultimate gift, the free gift that has been given unto all, what else would you be expecting that God will not give unto you? We are 
stepping by the special grace of God into the 11th month tomorrow. And we are stepping into the 11th hour. And you and I would be expecting an 11th hour miracle. Not just one, miracles. Because it's not over until God says it's over. God himself always reserves the best for the end. The Bible says concerning Job and his challenges, we know brother Job. The Bible says the end of Job was greater than his beginning. But his transition started with prayers. The Bible says when Job prayed for his friends, God intervened. God entered his situation. You and I need to be in a place of prayer as we are coming to an end of this year. By the special grace of God, you and I want to ensure that everything that God has prepared and promised concerning us, we will receive it. We will not allow it to pass us. Your blessing will not miss you. You will not miss your blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to look at uh, what I've titled 11th hour miracle. 11th hour miracle. And I want us to look at a scripture in John uh, Matthew 20. And we'll read verses 6 to 16. We are going to be praying. Because Mark 11 23 says whatsoever you desire when you pray believe that you have received it and you shall have it the Bible says we should pray without season the Bible says at the end of the year when king go to battle David decided to relax King David decided to relax. And the story that we have read and understood was as he relaxed, there was a corporate victory, but there was an individual loss. That will not be your portion. This is the season when kings go to battle. This is when you receive that which God has prepared for you. Let's look at the scripture, Matthew 20 verses 6 to 16 Matthew 20 and we're talking about the 11th hour miracle and the Bible says and about the 11th hour he went out and found others standing idle and said to them why have you been standing here idle all day I don't know who is idle right now who is having nothing occupying them right now but i know that there will be a divine visitation the master will visit you he went to them and i believe they must have been praying and he said why are you you need to do something you need to have something and they explained to him they said to him because no one hired us and he said to them you also go into the vineyard you know, when the master visits you, you will not be left empty-handed in the name of Jesus. And says, whatever is right, you will receive. Because it's a gift. It's a free gift. It's not negotiation. It's grace operating. Whatever is right, 
You don't have to bargain. You don't have to negotiate for salvation. Whatever is right. Because God has given his very best. And he will give you what is right. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his servants, Call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. And when those who came were, when those, those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. Irrespective of the time they were given the assignment, the eleventh hour blessing. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more. And they likewise received each a denarius. And they had received it. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, This men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us who have borne the burden and heat of the day. You can see that. That when grace is in operation, you will catch up with those that have gone ahead of you. Amen. Irrespective of what they have done prior to those that came at the 11th hour, the grace of God is able to make you catch up and indeed overtake. The grace of God is able to ensure that you are not struggling, you are not laboring, you are not toiling because it is grace. And the Bible says that these ones were not happy. This last man have worked only one, happy, uh, one hour and you made them equal to us who have borne the burden and heat of the day. But the master answered and said unto them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do whatever I wish with my own things? Or is it your evil eye because I'm, or is your eye evil because I'm good? So the last will be the first, and the first last. For many are called, but few are chosen. The Lord is the sovereign Lord. He chooses whatever he chooses to do. Nobody can question him. So if you are to receive, as you cry out unto him this day, this last day, in the month of October, as you cry out unto him, if he causes you to receive exceeding abundantly above, all you can ever think or ask according to his power that works within you, if he causes you to overtake those that have gone ahead of you, he is the sovereign Lord. He is unquestionable. It is not of him that will it or him that run it, but the Lord that showed mercy. And I want you to have that in focus because God himself is able to do that which you can never imagine. He takes you from that situation and circumstance, no matter how it has been over the past months. He takes you from that situation and circumstance and puts you in your divine position. Seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers. And when you are seated with Christ in heavenly places, you know that every opposition is subdued. Why? Because the scripture says in uh, 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9, it says a great and effective door is open unto me and there are many adversaries. The thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus Christ has give, come to give life and life more abundantly. John 10, 10. 
The God that opens the great and effective door is more than able to silence the adversaries. So it's important you and I know that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. This is a time the enemy will want to give you the impression that you have no one. These men were hanging around idle, but God saw them. And the master came to them and said, you should not be idle. You should not be empty-handed. You should not be in this situation or circumstance. There is a better position for you. And they yielded. And the master took them and employed them. And at the end of the day, the master gave them a blessing. The master will give you a blessing. The master will give you more than you are expecting. These guys did not expect what the master gave them. When the master gave them that one denarius and gave the others one denarius, it looked the same, but it was not the same. Because now they were being paid one denarius for an hour, while the others were being paid one denarius for probably maybe about 11 hours. It is not the same. God will give you original. You will not hold on to a substitute even at this time of the year in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I want us to look at another scripture which was ministered to me as I was preparing for today. Uh, it's a scripture that we are familiar with. Uh, Matthew eleven twelve. Matthew eleven twelve, and It says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Matthew 11 verse 12. You know, the, the, the word, when you look at the, there's a word there, taken by force. Uh, there, there is a Hebrew word that is used for that word, taken by force. It's called hapazo. I became first aware of this word hapazo when I, many years as a young Christian in the ministry, got involved with uh, uh, one, I don't know whether some of us know, Reverend Joe Olaya. He had what was known as Hapazo, School of the Supernatural. I joined, my wife and I joined, uh, I was particularly very uh, particular about this. I wanted to receive power from God. And I particularly remembered that uh, we went through a process and one of the process, and I think I went for that, one of the process to be able to connect and receive was uh, we were camped for a couple of days. I can't remember whether a week or so. And uh, the first couple of days was to have dry fast. And uh, we're told that if you get into that level, if you are not under supervision, you might break into the wrong spiritual level. You will begin to see all sorts of see all sorts of things. After that process, then we entered into just water alone. You know, by the time you come out of that session, and I came out of that session, we were already warned that when you come out of that fast, you need to for a week or two, you need to be taking liquid. By the time I came out after a week, I decided to eat something, uh, what I thought was soft rice. It was like gravel. Because the Lord himself changes you 
Why am I mentioning this? Because there are certain things you want that you need to take by force. And that word hapazo, I, I just went to look at it. The word hapazo uh, means to seize and take off by force. To claim what is oneself eagerly. To snatch away and take away. My own explanation is you are going to be taken by force means that you are not waiting for permission or consent of anyone withholding your goods. You are taking it by force. And I believe that the Lord wants us to take what is ours by force. God says, I should tell you, he has given you the land. Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24. He says, I have given you the land. Go and possess it. The children of Israel came back and said, "The king, uh, the Sion, uh, Sion, the uh, uh, Sion, the king of uh, I've forgotten the land. The king uh, of the king of Sion will not allow us to pass." They were lamenting to God. They will not allow us to pass. God says, "No, I have already given you the land. Go and possess it. Go and battle for it." And as they decided to go and battle for it, they were able to defeat the opposition. And that's why God says, I should tell you that you should stand still. Fear not, fear not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The Egyptians you see today, you will see them no more forever. I don't know whether anyone wants to hapazo. Is there anybody that wants to hapazo? You want to take by force. The kingdom of God suffered violence. You know that there are certain things that you need to have this year. Not next year. This year. I don't know. There are some trusting God for a married partner. Some trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Some trusting God for promotion. Some trusting God for divine health. Some trusting God for deliverance. Some trusting God for salvation of loved ones. Some trusting God for a new revelation, a breakthrough. You are not waiting until tomorrow. You want it now. The Bible says faith is now. It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is tangible. If it is substance and evidence, it tells me it is tangible and you can receive it now. Why? Because it is already settled in the spiritual realms. You have to reach out onto it and bring it down to the physical. You know those days when I was a lot younger, we, back in Nigeria, sometimes you are... You see trees that we call out a lot of fruits, fruit trees. You see all the ripe fruits. Sometimes it might not fall down. Because even if the fruit has fallen down, someone else might have picked it up. But if it's right there and you want to partake of it, what do you do? You either climb up or you take a piece of, uh, a piece of stick and throw because without that, it is going to be there and you will walk away. So you either do that and you get what you want or you walk away. Whenever it drops, anybody that is available at that time will pick it up. But you don't want to leave your future to chance. You don't want to leave your future to maybe something would happen. That's why you and I want to take by force. I remember going through this experience and I believe that that experience was a life-changing moment for me. Part of it is still what is still, I, I believe is still fluid in my life. 
Because sometimes you take a choice, you make a choice that you want to receive the fullness of what God has proposed for you. I don't know whether you want to receive it. If you want to, rise up. If you don't want to, sit down. But it is a time for us to pray. Prayer is not waste of time. Prayer is the only way we can allow the locomotive of God to move on that realm. Prayer is your communication with God. The Bible tells us, uh, I believe, concerning a man called Jabez. The scripture was first telling us about uh, the lineage of this, the lineage of this, the lineage of this. And suddenly the scripture uh, stopped and says, there's a man called Jabez. He was born into sorrow. And his mom, mother named him Jabez. He was much more honorable. It looks as if his situation was at least better than his brothers. But he knew that this was not where he ought to be. Because it's he that wears the shoes that knows where it pinches. And the Bible says, Jabez cried out unto the Lord, that thou would bless me indeed. That thou would bless me indeed. As he cried out unto the Lord, the Bible says, God, all this lineage story stopped. And God granted Jabez all his requests. God can grant you that same thing. But you need to take by force it is a season of her puzzle. It is a season of the 11th hour miracle. Some of us will continue to be on the prayer line every day, 5.30. Because this from tomorrow, we will be calling that 11th hour miracle prayer line. Because we want to pray it to come to pass. And I will trust God that we will celebrate with you. We will rejoice with you. We will share and hear your testimony and share your testimony. But it starts with you. Listen carefully. And I, it's one of the things I try to let people know. Sometimes the, 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 when, you, when, you, when you are a pastor in a church, some people are not really listening. They are not listening. There are no prayer contractors. Pastor will pray with you and for you. Are you listening? Because pastor also has his own challenges. We are all looking for prayers. And this either wears the shoes that knows where it pinches. If the pastor is praying for you or that brother or that sister is praying for you, thank God they are praying for you. But it does not work that way. You want to ensure that you are also praying for yourself because you will sustain the, your prayers will sustain that blessing. Okay? So I want you to have that mind because some of us are sleeping. Some of us are saying they are praying for me. Some of us say, well, maybe if I'm where they are praying, the anointing will fall upon me. It doesn't work that way. Is that understood? It doesn't work that way. You need to be in a place of prayer. You want to ensure that what God has given unto you, nobody takes it away from you. It will be very painful. Someone has given you a blessing and before you even partake of it, it is taken away. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. I want us to call upon the name of the Lord for mercy. Let us ask for mercy. Let us ask for mercy. We want to be in right standing with the Lord. We want to be in right standing. Nothing would hinder us. We do not want to regard iniquity in our hearts. 
want the Lord to hear us. We want the Lord to hear us. We want God to hear us. We want God to hear us. Every sin, every iniquity, every transgression, let it be flushed out. Let it be washed. Let it be purged by the blood of Jesus Christ. Talk to the Lord. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. You don't want to have anything hinder your prayers. You don't want your prayers to hit the rooftop and bounce back. Father, have mercy. Forgive us of our sins, of our iniquity, of our transgressions. Forgive us of our trespasses, oh God. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Now I want you to begin to pray right now because as I said, God has already done it. Pray that my blessing will not miss me. I will not miss my blessing. In this last two months of the year, my blessing will not miss me. I will not miss my blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to call upon the name of the Lord. He will help you. Yes, as you lift up your, your uh, voice and begin to cry out unto him, Lord, Father, let my blessings. Father, let my blessings. Father, let my blessings not miss me. Let me not miss my blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to now also begin to pray. If there be any mistakes of my past that is still troubling me, if there are anything of my yesterday that is still trying to prevent me from moving forward, let it be terminated. Let it come to an end right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the anointing sever me from those mistakes let the anointing of the Holy Ghost terminate those mistakes even any mistakes of my parents any mistakes of my grandparents let the power of God bring it to an end nothing would hinder me nothing will limit me nothing will frustrate me nothing will prevent me from moving forward in the name of Jesus Christ let us also begin to pray father as we step into the month of November let honey come out of my life let sweet come out of my family let sweetness your sweetness your goodness oh God let it come forth in the name of Jesus Christ yes father there shall be no bitterness let sweetness let honey let honey flow from my life in the name of Jesus yes I'm taken by force that which you have already given unto me yes the kingdom of God suffered violent the violent taken it by force I pray oh God the violent in the spirit, oh God. I pray, oh God, that honey, sweetness will comfort from my life in the name of Jesus Christ. Enlarge my coast, oh God. Father, enlarge my coast. Let, oh God, me be enlarged to the east, to the west, to the south, to the north, oh God. Enlarge my territory, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Makati broko shantaya. Yes, if you are online, I want you to also join us. Yes, you are joining us. Don't just be an observer. Be a partaker. Be a participator in the name of Jesus Christ. Whether you are on location or off location, you want to be part of this. Yes, we are taken by force. Yes, we are taken by force. We are operating in the supernatural in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I call him back my goods. Any of my goods that are in the wrong hands, any of my goods that are in the hands of the evil one, I claim it back right now. I collect them back in the name of Jesus. I pluck back my goods. 
I take my goods by force. I take my goods by force. I seize back my goods in the name of Jesus Christ. I exercise her puzzle concerning my goods. I take them by force in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us also begin to pray against any spiritual wickedness, weakness, any spiritual weakness in our life, any spiritual weakness, wherever we are weak spiritually, Lord, strengthen us, O oh God. Lord, strengthen us, O oh God, so that there will be no broken hedges, so that the enemy will not have legitimate grounds into my life, into my family, into my home, into anything that pertains unto me in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I begin to declare divine life, divine health. Yes, divine life, divine health upon me and my family. I declare divine life. I declare divine health in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us also begin to pray concerning the salvation of our loved ones. Yes, we are not only going to be saved. We want to pray for our loved ones that they will be saved. Yes, for our loved ones to be saved. Our children to be saved. Our spouses to be saved. Our relatives to be saved. Our friends to be saved. Our neighbors to be saved. Our colleagues to be saved. We pray, oh God, that these ones will be saved. Yes, if there be any unsaved out there, Lord, we ask, oh God, that their souls be harvested. Their souls be harvested. Yes, for Jesus. Thank you, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. The Bible says, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Uh, one day, the Bible tells us God appeared before Solomon and said, ask one thing. You know what you want and God knows what you want. I want you to lift up that one thing unto the Lord. Listen carefully when we ask you to ask one thing. God is able to give you more than that. He gave Solomon more than what he asked for. But you want to focus on that which is most important. In a, in a gathering like this, the anointing was flowing and the, 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 the blind man, I heard the story, a blind man came to the front as the pastor says, uh, God is calling each and everyone to ask for something special. And the blind man was coming at the and the Holy Spirit says, the pastor should ask the blind man what he wanted. And the pastor said to the Holy Spirit, what would he want? He would want his sight. And the Holy Spirit said, go ahead and ask him. And as the blind man came, in, came, for, came forward, I asked him, what do you want? The blind man said he wanted lunch. That was the most important thing for him. But he left out what was more important than lunch. And my prayer is that you will not leave out what is more important than what God himself can deliver even today. This is a special day. Ask the one thing right now. Ask the one thing. Ask the one thing of the Lord. Go before the Lord. You can sit down. You can stand. You can kneel. You can lie. Whatever is unto the Lord is not unto man. But ask from God. Make a covenant demand. And he will provide you a covenant supply. Yes, it is a covenant. God is a covenant-keeping God. If he has given us Jesus Christ, what are you going to ask that God cannot deliver to you even today? Even today. Even today, not tomorrow. God can deliver it to you today. God, like he visited Solomon, God can visit you tonight 
and the matter will be settled tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, because our prayers are unto you, not unto man. Father, as we lift our voice, we pray in faith, we pray expectant, we pray in the name of Jesus, we pray in accordance with your will, we pray in agreement. As we have presented that one thing unto you, Father, we ask, oh God, that tonight let there be a divine visitation. Before the end of this day, before the very last second, oh God, let our testimony be complete in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God, because the 11th hour miracle is not just one day. It's a continuous process. And we receive miracles and all shall be to your glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let me be the first to congratulate you. I know God has done it. I know you will share your testimony. Our Thanksgiving is round the corner. Please don't hold back your testimony. It's all to the glory of God. It is not man, it is God. And God will perfect it in Jesus' name. God bless you.